Hey guys, it's Roxy. Thank you for coming to this episode of my podcast. Today I'm going to be interviewing one of my teachers about how she feels about hybrid and COVID and what's going on in the world and how she's been dealing with what the world's been, the problems the world's been throwing at us. So I just want to say thank you for coming to the podcast and here's the interview. Okay, so how do you feel about being with half of your students in person and half of them online? Well, at first it was um, a little bit difficult, especially since we split the groups up um, about halfway through the year Mm -hmm. and reorganized them. Um, But once we got everything on track, I think um, it was working out fine. I know some students work better in person um, and being able to see the teacher, Um, but I would say the same amount of kiddos that um, were having difficulty in the classroom are actually doing um, surprisingly well at home because they don't have the distractions to chit chat or maybe to, you know, be like the life of the classroom. Yeah, and I agree with that. Like, I've been online for half the year, and when I started coming in person, I feel like I got a lot more done, and I learned a lot more because I was away from home, no distractions. I was in a place around my friends, but in a place where I didn't have the distractions of my personal life around me. Um, exactly. Yeah, and then there's also... um. How did you get ready for the kids to come into school? Like, when they told you, you're going to start having half of your kids come into school, how did you get ready? How did you prepare for that? So, I had to mentally prepare myself because I hadn't been in front of the classroom for, like, half of the, half of the year. And so, it was uh, having to get used to that again. Um, I had to get the classroom set up so that there were less desks in the classroom because of the um, six-foot separation that then went to three feet. Yeah, because I realized Uh, after a while that the desks were, some of them were touching and the kids were really close to each other like a normal amount. We would still have to wear masks and be safe and all that, use hand sanitizer. But I did realize that the desks got closer, and the day that happened, I was kind of surprised because I didn't hear about the three-foot rule at the time. Um, That is one of the things that is so difficult right now because everything changes, you know, depending on what tier we're on, whether it's a red tier, an orange tier, a yellow yellow tier. We decided to let, um, to go back in person, and uh, one week, that they decided that we were going to go back. We were in the orange tier, so everything had to be set up for six feet across. Then they allowed us to have three feet across, which allowed us to uh, incorporate more students in the classroom um, with masks. And so so we had to move in some extra desks. So now the desks are three feet apart. So that took took some um, prep. Also um, redoing the grade books and making sure all of the students' work was transferred over from one group to another group so Mm -hmm. that they were getting credit for all of their hard work that they'd done all year. 
Yeah. And um, the new vaccines are coming out for the kids. They're trying to have the younger kids starting to get their vaccine. And especially the 12-year-olds, they're starting to get their vaccine. How do you think that's going to turn out for next year? Like, is it going to go all the way back? What do you think? I... I am 95% confident that we're going to go back at the beginning of the year and have a completely normal year. Still wearing um, masks or? With, I believe we're still going to have to have masks, but um, hopefully as people begin to get uh, immunized, that that will relax even further. Um, I do know that we're going to have to adjust our um, uh, break and lunches because we have to have enough tables for all of the kiddos to eat six feet apart without masks. But like I said, and um, how you pointed out as well, things change. So who knows what it's going to be like in August? Yeah. It, and could be, it could be we could eat three feet apart without masks. So we're going to have to kind of wait and see. But I'm 95% sure that we're all going to be going back to the classroom 100%. And one of the things I realized is masks don't just protect us from the COVID-19 virus. One of the things is in the U.S. itself, 200 kids or around 200 kids die every year from the flu. This year there was only one child who died from the flu. So masks can protect us from so much more. I don't think we would really ever go back to what it was completely before COVID. I think there are some things that are gonna be a permanent change. Um, honestly, a lot of people, especially including me, and some people I've talked to, my friends, my family members, um, the younger ones, is that they've only seen a couple like surgical doctors wearing the masks. They didn't really realize that there were so many different types of masks, like the surgicals, the cloth, and I think people started making more, and Zoom is making money, Google Meet, all the apps that people are using online is making so much money from us being at home. Um, so, is there, is there any time you're at school, I... is there any time like you're at school and you see the other teachers, and you want to go up to them without a mask? Because I know, like, for me and my friends, we just want to go up to each other and have a normal life again. Yes, I I do. Um, but I have to be, res you know, respectful mm -hmm. of, you know, the, the protocols that are in place. And all the and teachers are vaccinated. Way certain people are more... Um, are more sensitive mm -hmm. uh, than myself, so you have to respect uh, you have to respect everybody. But yes, mm -hmm. I wish we could just talk, go up and see everybody's happy smiles. And how do you feel about like, or what would happen if one of the teachers said, "I'm not getting vaccinated right now"? Would they have to stay home and like they, the school just wouldn't allow them to come back, or would they have to be vaccinated? Now, when, when the teachers started to go back um, at the beginning of this time, um, they highly suggested you get your vaccine. Mm -hmm. I, know there were, so, I know there were a lot of different companies letting their 
um, people get their vaccines early because they work in like the food district, the pharmaceuticals, um, things that would help people live and survive that other people would be around. Um, like there's so much food in the houses these days. I know at the beginning of um, COVID people were really worried because this is one of the biggest viruses that has happened in a couple years and so people were stocking up. I know for a while a lot of people thought it was hard to find um, like paper towels especially because people would just have a bunch of that in their house. Um, I think these days a lot of people are starting to make jokes about COVID because we've been in it for so long. We don't know when it'll end. People just want it to be over so they're thinking Oh, if we laugh in COVID's face, hopefully it will disappear. Um, is there anything? How, how, how has it been for you as a student? For me, it's been nice. I get to see my friends, at least half of them in person. Um, the distance kids, I've met a couple of my friends from there in person a couple times, but it's mainly um, with masks, uh, distance, and uh, it's been fun for fun for me actually learning in person. I think it's helped me a lot. I know I was struggling at the beginning of the year because even though for ha for the like end of fifth grade I was stuck in um, COVID at home and that was very new to me. That was really new to me so everyone was um, like missing out my class had a pet hamster and everyone in the class every morning we would text in the chat to our teacher oh how's snowball doing because we wanted to know because we wouldn't see snowball every day um and i think we just missed seeing each other in person when we first heard that we would come back after spring break things might be different it was fine we might get a little bit of longer break it was maybe going to be like a little bit longer instead of just the normal amount of spring break but I think it was I think during COVID a lot of people realized that they took advantage of school teachers and friends um because for the time they were there they would procrastinate on homework I've seen a lot of people doing it and they would be doing it at the last minute like there were times that people would come early and they would just be sitting next to the classroom finishing their homework and then they wouldn't get enough for effort because they were procrastinating at the very end. But I think they realized they took advantage of that now that they don't get to see their teachers every day and their friends every day. I think people are starting to miss going back. And oh, for adults too, like I've seen adults missing their friends. Um, me and my dad actually took a trip a while ago to see one of his friends that we haven't seen in a long time and we uh, my mom's side of the family we have a family reunion coming up sadly we cannot go because of covid it's a long plane ride away um but hopefully we'll get to go to the next one i think people realized oh we started taking advantage and it just got that so i it's been fun going back to school and one of the permanent changes that will be for me is to never take advantage of school again. So. <laughs> I like that. You have a good point. A lot of people did take for granted uh, just being in the classroom or seeing their friends every day mm -hmm. or, 
you know, just hanging out and um, being seeing that school isn't like, you know, something like, oh, I have to go to school again. It's like now people are like, yeah, I get to go to school. I get to see my friends. I get to talk to the teacher. There would be days that I was feeling sick. Like I had a stomach ache and a headache and I'm just like, I have two tiny little aches. Let me stay home. Just I don't I'm not leaving this house right now. I'm staying in bed. I'm watching TV all day long. Um, but my, my, my parents would be, okay, well, if you're going to stay home, then after school, you can't go out with your friends. You can't go see your friends. If they come, you can't play with them. You just have to stay home all day long. And then at that point, I would be like, nope, see ya. So, um, is there anything else that you would like to talk about? For the hybrid program? Well, um, I think the hybrid program um, is, like, we're all learning as we go, mm-hmm. but I think that it's been um, streamlined from last year. At the, end of, at the end of last year, it was all so new. I think um, having this under our belt as teachers... Um, learning how to, I know it was very new for some teachers to Zoom, to have a Google Classroom, to have online um, access for all students. Um, I just think it's another way that we can incorporate learning for different types of students because everybody learns differently. Mm -hmm. And um, I think just being, having this um, experience has made me a better teacher. Yeah. And the last thing is that I wanted to talk about is we just finished our state testing. I know how it went for in-person. We would sit at our desk, be quiet, um, and once we were done, we would go outside, read a book, do unfinished work, and then we would have our recess break. How did it go for the online kids? Because I know, for one, that we had to use school Chromebooks, um, and use a secured test browser. How did you guys do that for the online kiddos? Um, well, the first day was a little bit, um, it's always, the first day of testing is always a little bit rocky, getting everybody on for the first time. Even in Um, person, that, uh, the first day of testing it for in-person people, it's just like, we have testing today. Like, yeah, we and don't so it's, hard to, get it's um. hard to get everybody on. Um, so I would say the biggest challenge was making sure that all of the um, parents had downloaded the secure browser that is required by the state of California. Um, there were a few people who weren't able to download it, but um, all of that was fixed because they could either do makeups or, you know, we, fi- we got to upgrade, they got to upgrade their computer system. Um, so there was nobody that did not have access to the tests. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to make it as least as um, least stressful, as less stressful as possible, because um, a lot of students, you know, don't like to take tests, or they didn't, they, you know, don't know what's on it because even the teachers don't know what's on it because it changes and it's all secure. Um, mm-hmm. But I think overall. Um, trying to let them know that it's okay, we're all in this together, um, we'll get you online, and just being patient with them. Um, once everybody got online with distance, the next day was 
really, really easy. Mm-hmm. It was just that first day, getting everybody with their, um, with their secure browser and their, and their state numbers. They all had to have their, their number. So once that was done, um, they were surprisingly flexible and um, very positive. Yeah, and I think the day that we finished testing, we are just like, it was fun while we had it. I'll wait another year. I'll wait a full yeah, another year. I don't think it was as painful as we thought it was going to be. I, I don't think it was either. Honestly, last year we skipped our state testing, and um, a lot of kids were just like, no testing? Yay! But, um... I think this year went, it wasn't as stressful, um, and for the kids who are in, like, second grade, I have a couple of second grader friends, and they're just like, they're, they're just like, how did testing go? What did you have to do? Was it stressful? They're, like, asking all these questions because they're starting testing next year, so they're just, like, already stressing out when it's not going to be another year, and it's really a review of what you've learned through the year, how much your teachers have taught you. Yeah, and it also um, it also teaches the teachers that if the kids are doing not so well in a certain um, area, that that's an area that needs to be gone over next year, mm-hmm. um, even more detailed. So it's not necessarily even testing your abilities. It's also testing uh, seeing what the teacher did well and what the teacher needs to improve upon for next year Mm -hmm. so I think that's all we wanted to talk about this time thank you for taking the time out of our class genius hour um, to come into my breakout room and talk to me thank you so much for interviewing me Roxy you're a great interviewer and I can't wait to see your genius hour project I would love to show it to you Thank you guys for listening to this episode where I interviewed my teacher. See you guys in the next episode. We're talking about classroom safety during COVID. And yeah, so just thank you. I'll see you guys then.